I'm officially recording. I don't think you understand. I don't think you get it. I've got meat to eat here not too long. Me or Sister Christian has gotten it. Yeah, you've been. I left my other one at Lee's house the other day. <laughs> Great. I need to get a guy. Back. Yeah, hold that <clears throat> off here. Throw that on the bed. That's bad luck. That on the bed is bad luck. Okay. You got the booger. You got the booger rag. Mm, the booger stash. <laughs> it's summertime. Yeah. Every oh. every overweight Floridian needs. And I'm feeling it. A, it's a sweaty one. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Lyrics to Go, the podcast where we take a deep dive into lyrics that are questionable at best, but have largely dodged public ridicule until now. I'm Mark, and I'm here with Seth. How are you, Seth? How are we supposed to keep on keeping on? Well, you know, look, I'll be honest with you. I mean, this is Honest Hour. Mm-hmm. We're in the cone of truth. We're in the cone. I, I mean, I'm fine with not doing some police stuff. You're okay I, with it? it? Don't get me wrong. I mean, it was... It was an exceptional time with you and with uh, and with Mike Canary um, going through and highlighting just how troublesome uh, Gordon <laughs> Sumner's uh, brain was um, in those songs. And Police Pearl was a, a very, very fun time. It flew by. It did fly by. It did. But I mean, it's just weird us not coming in here I, th- this week. I thought to myself, there was one that I, I don't even did we consider there was one that we forgot Wrapped around your finger. We did consider did we it, talk about that but one? we didn't talk about it. I don't okay, think. yeah. I, I'm I, good with what we to did. To be honest with you, there are many we could have done. Yeah. Um, fish in a Barrel. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I do mean it when I say that a lot of his songs are, if if not autobiographical, he just loves talking about fucked up people um, and situations that just happen to be frighteningly close to his real life. But, you know... Um, uh, I'm happy to move on to some other subjects. Yeah, yeah. I'm happy to move on to some other songs. How are you? How has your week been? I've had a a good week, not a bad one. Good, not a terrible one. It's been uh, it's been productive and uh, getting. I'm gearing up for more excitement this month. As are you. And can you believe it's so close? It's we are one, two, three, four days away from May. Mm-hmm. Which the whole month be May. of May is going to be from. Running events for my daughter to special things going on at work to things going on with my house to playing at the Florida Folk Festival on Memorial Day weekend, which is, of course, always the last weekend in May, to the reunion shows that both of you and I are going to be doing on May 12th and 13th. Two weeks from tomorrow to the day that we're recording. Two weeks. It is very I remember once thinking, oh, we've got months. It's got so much time. It is definitely crunch time now. I mean, I've got a whole week off of work, the week of the show. God, um, we'll be doing some stuff. Oh, like we'll yeah. be getting some breakfast in the morning, shit like that. Oh yeah, yeah. It's gonna be, uh, be what fun. they would refer to as a real wild one, oh, wild one. It will be. In the meantime, if you don't have tickets, I'm sorry. Yeah. If you don't, I'm so sorry. If you're local, and if you're not local, I feel sorry too. But there are people flying from all over this great country, the world, to come to see. Well, I don't know. 
I don't know how many. Well, there's one person coming from outside of this country for sure to play. Um, but people a, coming from all over the country just to see it. Yeah. And that means a lot to me. It does. In the interim, <clears throat> while we uh, prepare for said show and and root through some of the song suggestions that we've had from our wonderful and loyal listeners and the ones that we um, encounter on a daily basis, um, we are fresh out of police parole. Um, the uh, the flowers are sprouting from the green uh, gardens um, so with butterflies in the air. And we are met uh, with this first episode um, anew with a hit song, Sister Christian. And it was a hit. By Night Ranger. Boy, was it. Yeah. Tell me. I, I, I have this gut feeling <laughs> that you've got some kind of weird history with this fucking song. I, I do. Okay. I do because it was, it was, we've talked so, so much about uh, this time period you know, with the Michael Jacksons, mm-hmm. with the uh, with uh, uh, the police. You know, the police is from this era. The, uh, um, oh, you talking about not every breath, every you breath take? you take? Yeah, I'm so sorry. It's just eighty five, eighty six, eighty three, eighty four. Well, so I think eighty three, eighty four may be a little bit closer to um, to "Don't Stand So Close to Me." Is it? If I remember correctly, somewhere I always thought this was in the middle. Uh, uh, um, every breath you take was like '84. Was my guess. I think every breath you take. I think that is from an album that was released '85. Maybe it wasn't '84. No, was synchronicity too. I'm. I'm. I'd almost okay. be willing I'll to put money you. on that one. Yeah. I'll believe but you. this is that era, and we've talked so so much about it. And even though it's not necessarily one that you waited to watch for on MTV, it's definitely one that when it played, you didn't turn it off because as a kid, you were captivated by the sound of what was going on and the dynamics of the show song and how it you know rose and fell and went up and down and, and, and mm-hmm. the earnestness in, in the singer's voice. You were definitely captivated by it. And you didn't, as a kid, you didn't know who Sister Christian was or what was uh, making her motor in or anything else. So it, it was definitely one. I kind of liken this song to a, a song that's a little bit before this. It's just one that was always on in the background and everybody knew was there. Yeah. Um, it, but just if you go a little bit earlier, um, have you ever heard... and my friend Brett used to always say this, and I always felt the same way, although I don't think I ever told him that. Have you ever heard Sailing by Christopher Cross? Oh, of course. Yeah, Sailing. Okay. Take me away. Take me away. That reminds yep. me of being a little kid and hearing that come on the radio and just being like, that's like one of those, you know, just magic take yeah. your breath away songs that, you know, uh, wistful song for sure and this is in that vein just a couple years later mm-hmm. you know so that's that's my that's my uh my knowledge of it that's my attachment to it i can picture a, a number of people that are maybe 10 years 15 years my senior because i was six when this came out five or six i picture people that were like in their teens um, listening to this and having a lot of fun while the song was on it was probably made out it's got that feel bit. oh absolutely yeah. it's a uh a power ballad, if there ever was one. Uh, Sister Christian formed in San Francisco. You mean Night Ranger? I'm sorry, Night Ranger. <laughs> Sister Christian. Sister Christian was formed was pre-embryotic maybe. in '79. Chris- Sister Christian was 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 created about seven. There is a Sister Christian, sort of, mm-hmm. um, maybe about 16 years uh, beforehand. Uh, but Night Ranger 
uh, was started in uh, in San Francisco in 1979. Um, they had a couple of singles, number of albums, broke up for a short period and got back together. Um, the two main members throughout all the years from them separating and getting back together, they've had two constants. One is a guy named Jack Blades. <laughs> and when I saw that name, I was like, fuck you, Jack Blades. You got to be you got to be fucking kidding me. What's his real name? And I looked and his real goddamn name is Jack Blades, wow. which is the coolest name I've ever heard in my life. That is a pretty you think he might have been part of Was he a day walker, Mark? Probably. I don't know. Um, the other person is the singer on this uh, on this track. Not the usual singer. Uh, we've got a drummer singer. Mm hmm. Um, What's his name? Mark? His name is Kelly Kigi. Um, it's an exercise you do. <laughs> indeed, yes. indeed. Um, so this they they released a couple albums, etc. In 1984, uh, they released or 1983 rather, they released an album called Midnight Madness. Mm. And the second single, come get your wristband. <laughs> get on the Greg 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 Gravitron. <laughs> You're gonna throw up. Um, this song was the second single. Um, and has been used in uh, Boogie Nights in a very memorable scene, if you've ever seen Boogie Nights. Mm. Um, Where he whips his dick out? It, well, no. not that part. <laughs> it was the uh, it was the firecracker scene where that kid was walking around just lighting off the firecrackers in the, the drug the guy dealer in the, in the in the in the robe. Yep. Yeah. He stops and starts singing the song. Mm -hmm. um, and as I mentioned the last episode, it was used in the movie Air about the creation of Nike's Air Jordans. Mm. Um, I guess it just must be like a timepiece because the lyrics and the music really has nothing to do anything with the song. Um yeah, uh, yeah. I think it was just one of those, you know, t wanting to evoke a memory from a specific time. Yeah, and I mean, Shooting you know, market. there's a lot of big buildups. Mm -hmm. You and I yep. were singing along. You can't help but do the, you oh, know, yeah. every, it just a lot of, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, I, I think I, I think I might like Kelly Kiki as a drummer. I, I you know what? I, I, I mean, <laughs> so I, a couple things I want to say about this song before we start getting into it. It is the strangest. It's such a horny song, but not in a horny way. It doesn't sound sleazy. It sounds very triumphant, um, but it still like reeks of horn. Do you get that same feeling? It's it's kind of wet. It's a little <laughs> yeah. bit wet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a yeah. little moist it's to the touch. Yeah, it is. It may not be fully ready for insertion, <laughs> but it's awfully close. And if you nibble its neck a little bit, it'll be ready to go. There's morning dew. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. You don't run your finger down there and feel like there's nothing going on. No, but you don't want to just you know you don't want to just grudge it right in. Yeah, there either, it's one know. of those like maybe you were just working out a little bit, yeah. but maybe something else is going on. Um, Starting to breathe heavy. Yeah, yeah. Um, the other weird thing is that um, you know you find out that <laughs> it is about his sister. Other weird. And thing. so when you <laughs> find out about how like horny it is and how horny it feels, and then you find out that you know sister Christian, you know. Sister has a couple different meanings, you know, kind Mark, of. Mark, you yeah. don't have a sister. I don't. But I do. Yeah. And I don't want to talk about any of this shit with her or no, bring you it don't. up in the same sentence with her. I, that's kind of my, that was kind of my feeling. Did now, you feel that way? I know like stepsister porn is a big thing right now. <laughs> so maybe they were just very ahead of the curve. Um, and I think that, you know, I guess uh, having sex with a stepmother or step sibling is the new taboo. Mm. Um, so I don't know. I don't know if that's what they're going for well, here. 
Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it was a taboo going way, way back. This is the new taboo to break, I suppose. You know, yeah. The, the new line to step across. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so as I mentioned, um, there is a uh, there is a sister Christian. Her name is Sister Christy. Uh, and the original lyric was Sister Christy. Um, and the band members didn't know what the fuck he was saying. So they said, what are you saying? They thought you're we thought you were saying Sister Christian. So they decided to go ahead and change the name, right. I think, in part to kind of like save her from everybody being like, oh, well, you're the drummer's sister. Your name is Christy. This must be about you. How kind. How, yes. how, how wonderful. Um, and there's what I thought was an awfully weird uh, where are they now about his sister uh, when asked, but we'll we'll go over that later. Oh, you got to tell me now, Mark. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, Let me tease okay. it. If it fits into the story, I get it. I'm going to but... make that morning do a uh, fresh oh, no. waterfall Please, no. by teasing you just a little bit. Ugh. He's hiding his grundle. I am um, keeping it wrapped. <laughs> The uh, some of the lyrics are uh, it's, it's, <laughs> the uh, the the Wikipedia article says one of the lines is subject of much debate, and I think that that's um, I think that's putting it mildly. Understatement. Yeah, there's uh, there's a lot of strange, just strange stuff going on in uh, in this song, and do you know what the lyrics are? Do you know what they're about? Et cetera, et cetera. Well, that's why. We're here. Uh, the band was originally called Ranger, but had to change their name to Night Ranger mm -hmm. uh, because there was already a band called Ranger. How do you feel? How does the name Night Ranger sit with you? Well, I feel like they between Night Ranger and Ranger, they took that one second where they, you know, considered Butt Ranger and uh, <laughs> and then moved on because it's kind of a it's kind of a I don't know if the way they look at the time um, it fits, I suppose it kind of fits. Um with the principal members, meaning the guys that you would probably see up front on stage, the guitar player and the bass player uh, look very much the 80s rock star part, whereas the keyboard player looks a whole lot like Kevin Smith, so maybe you're not putting him at the front of the stage. Or I should say the piano player. He's a strange-looking dude. He's yeah. got the backwards kangle with an oversized blazer. Mm -hmm. Um uh, you know, it's kind of a strange thing. The music video looking like a we, flasher. We could get we could get into now, or we could get into later. No, I just the, the music video is very strange. Uh, a lot of very weird things going on with it. Weird lighting. Not really. Yeah, very weird. It's like a blue sepia tone. Uh, it, it, I think it's supposed to look like there Sometimes. are certain parts that are supposed to be like from back in the day. Other I, times, it's that Barbara Walters soft focus. You know? Yeah. Oh, and yeah. There's all kinds of different angles. Well, that's why I'm saying like it and... seems like the the blue is supposed to be like maybe old times, oh, and the man. soft focus is supposed to be now. Right. Sort of like they did in Breaking Bad, where they were like, yes. "Oh, well, this has got this certain hue. You know that they're in <laughs> Mexico or whatever the fuck." Right. Very very weird stuff. Um, just a bunch of weird, a bunch of weird decisions made all around. Is it Seth. weird, Mark? It's strange, yeah. um, and I wouldn't expect any less from Sister Christian, I don't think. No, especially the way these guys look. I mean, it's just, it's very strange. We're going to go over that uh, that music video just a little bit later on, but in the meantime, Mark, mm -hmm. um, is there any other information that we need to know about this song or about not Ranger, Night Ranger, whatever Ranger they are? Uh, is there anything else we need to Mighty know about Morphin them? Night Ranger <laughs> before uh, we step, for step I, forward? I guess one other thing that I'll mention about the band Night Ranger and specifically um, this iteration of the band 
um, one of their guitarists, the guitarist who is playing um, on this recording, mm-hmm. uh, Brad Gillis, Brad Gillis yeah. was a replacement guitarist for Randy Rhodes for a short time. What? Randy Rhodes was in Night Ranger? No, 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 no. The guitarist for Night Ranger oh. played with Ozzy Osbourne as a oh. fill-in for Randy Rhodes for a short Probably time. not long after Randy died, I'm guessing. Yeah. 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 Randy died in 82. Yeah. So, so it would have been not... He filled in for a little bit, which, I mean, you, you're not a slouch. And the guitar solo in this song is uh, weird, but good. I not, mean, it's not horrible. Tasteful. Yeah, it's okay. Um, the playing on this song is tasteful. Yeah. Um, and it starts with that uh, that guitar ballad or that piano piano, yeah. piano ballad, um, and uh, kind of sets you up for the uh, beautiful lyrics. Um, and I just can't stress this enough. It sounds so innocently horny. <laughs> Sister Christian, oh the time has come, and you know that you're the only one. To say, okay, where you going, what you looking for, you know those boys don't want to play no more with you, it's true. Do we want to stop there? Yeah, that's that's where we need to stop, mainly because... This just reminded me, this, the first line in the second verse, I'm just going to say this quick, of one of my favorite all-time Simpsons quotes. It does. What it's is that? when um, the um, Who Shot JR or sh- Who Shot Mr. Burns uh, episode, uh, of course, at first they thought that it was, um, what was his assistant's name? Um Mr. Burns. Oh, uh, uh, Smithers. Smithers. Yeah, they thought that it was him. So they threw him in jail and then he made bail and he got out. And when he walked out the door, there were a bunch of uh, there were a whole bunch of there was press there waiting for him to walk out so that they could interview him. And the first guy in the press walks up to him when you hear all the voices and the one voice rises above the den and goes, who are you and where are you going? (laughs) So that line, where you go and what you're looking for just reminds me of, I don't know, the Simpsons. I don't know. But uh, we'll go back to the beginning. Sister Christian, oh, the time has come. Time for what, Mark? Well, there are a couple of different interviews that have been done. I don't want to blow my proverbial load all in one. Well, it's right at the beginning here, Mark. It's, it's laid out for you. Yeah. I mean, um, this, is, uh, this is from a Song Facts interview. It's the big brother looking after his little sister when she's growing up. A simple, almost naive kind of lyric. I wanted her to be able to see what I was talking about, that I was protecting her, um, is what uh, Kelly Keegi said. Um, Now, the only thing I can guess (laughs) is that it's time for her to lose her virginity. Saying she's getting down to business. Well, I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't it, it, it. Here's the thing: this song has a little bit of a uh, father giving away the daughter feel, except yeah. it's a brother, and they're just talking about being horny teenagers. But I'm not sure if that's right or not. I don't think. I don't. I don't think. I. I. I don't want to take this from a certain perspective. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. Because uh, it, it would this would be a lot more 
innocent if it was a sister maybe saying these things to her, not a dude. Maybe if it was a woman. Now, would the song sound the same? Probably not. But if a girl was to sit there with her sister and say, and you know that you're the only one to say, okay. Yeah. It, it, it hits, it just, it, it hits a little different. It's not as, uh, it's not as dark, so to speak. And genius is no help. Not, yeah, uh, on this one, for not this at all. this first verse, the only thing they mention is the Sister Christian part where they tell you what I just told you, mm-hmm. Sister Christie. That people thought it was a religious song, yeah. Yeah, it does say it was a song about her because she and her friends would go motoring looking for Mr. Right. Mm-hmm. They thought Sister Christian sounded better than Sister Christy. Mm. Um, so you're saying that the ladies like to cruise for tail. That's apparently what this is saying. Okay. It sounds like every man's wet dream. <laughs> Just the, a pod of a harem of women <laughs> the, driving around. Are you sitting there with a window open dick. with all porn topics this more this evening? <laughs> Just, you know, uh, so, yeah, stepsister, stepmom, crew, <laughs> pack of females cruising. Look, I'm not saying it's what I'm into. I'm just saying that it's out there. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the time has come. So, so sometimes I like to just take these lyrics and just put them as the sentences they are. Sister Christian, the time has come and you know that you're the only one to say OK. Mm-hmm. What <laughs> are you just telling the audience to deal with it? I mean, <laughs> You're the only one to say okay. I mean, that's that's good news. That's good. That's good advice. Is I, it? It's not advice. It's. it's I mean, is that what? It, is that how it's I, I coming across? I don't think it's advice. He's just saying that you're the only one to say okay to something. Okay. All right. To getting fucked or to. Uh, time to stop shopping. Let's get in line at the grocery store. Uh, it's time for, you know, you're the only one to say, okay, I've had enough mashed potatoes, mom. I, I mean, think maybe the important question here is the inverse. Not what is she saying okay to, but what are other kids not saying okay to? Oh. What is it that, that she is getting this, this talking to from her big brother? Yeah, what spurned this? That her friends are all like, mm-mm, like they aren't saying okay. She's the only one to say okay. The youth, I, you know, you, it, it kind of begs the question, what did Mr. Kigi see? <laughs> what did he see happen? You know, what well, I mean, he's... The Kigi C. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Kigi C. It's like the BBC. That's a good band name there. Kigi C. Um, what, uh, what, where would, um, what did he see that, that's, that all of a sudden put the, uh, the, the mo- give him the, the motivation to go to her and say, hey, listen. In spite of all the the game you've had throw, thrown at you, and in, in, in spite of all the pressure, you're the only one. What did he see? Who did he know? Well, and then the second half of the verse is, where are you going? What are you looking for? <laughs> you know those boys don't want to play no more with you. It's true. Well, that's kind of fucked up, isn't it? Where are you going? What you're looking for is kind of a hard left. It's what I mean by that is that like, you know, um, the time has come. He, it it, it kind of sounds like he's, you know, maybe maybe the time has come as it's uh, it's time for us to have this little talk, you know, uh, it, for us to come. But then where you go and what you're looking for is just a hard it's a hard turn in the conversation. You know, like suddenly, what do you want? What do you, what are you expecting to get out of whatever this situation is? It just it's it's a little bit it's it sounds kind of harsh to me in a way. 
It, I mean, to say that those boys don't want to play no more with you, it's true. Sounds like a dick thing to say. Do you think? I mean, if 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 she is looking for them to play with her, um, and that is her hope, to just kind of like tell her outright, like, oh, you're going to try and pick up some dudes? They don't want to fucking fuck you. Kind of, kind of rude. Well, they don't want to play no more. Well, I mean, that could be that we got a lot of here. coded. Yeah, we got a lot of coded Absolutely. language. We got it. We got it. This is what we're here for, Mark. You know, those boys don't want to play no more as if as in playing means, oh, you don't want them to just, you know, tug on your hair on your ponytail, little Susie. Well, well maybe in a whole new way. There's you a know. bunch of movies about that as well. Oh, man, we need, can you close that window, Mark? <laughs> Um, maybe these don't boys, you know, they're not just out here playing anymore. These boys are out to, they're, they're on the hunt. They are on the prowl. And it, to me, it sounds like one of the more reasonable things to say out of everything else. You know, it's one thing that maybe a guy, the one thing that your brother maybe could say, Hey, these boys aren't out to play. You need to be careful. Well, let's, uh, let's get into the chorus because that may, uh, give us a little bit of insight. So we got the big buildup. I don't know. And it's a long one. Do 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 do. Motor ring. What's your price for flight? In finding Mister Wright, you'll be all right tonight. So, you're motoring. So he kind of maybe he's asking kind of a rhetorical question of where are you going, what are you looking for. He knows mm-hmm. she's going motoring. Now, what is motoring? Well, you know, we talked a little bit about uh, a form of motoring uh, when we had Adam and Logan here, uh, but apparently this is the <laughs> straight white woman version of it. Okay. Uh, so motoring is cruising around um, and looking for uh, looking for folks of uh, your desired sex, I suppose. I, um, you this know, could be cruising, you know. Well, I, I think yeah. that's that was the word they used, but yeah. um, you know, it's something similar. Um, the genius annotation says she is cruising around or driving with her friends, so you know, it is what it is. I think saying you're motoring is weird. I don't know if it's like specific to San Francisco. I have never in my life heard someone say, "Hey, do you want to go around motoring?" It's very strange. Have you ever heard that? Yep. You I have. I specifically okay. remember one time that I heard it. <laughs> one time. Okay. Not in the United States. Oh, yeah. Okay. I heard it in Ireland. That makes sense. Yep. Yep. Um, so you're motoring, whatever. What's your price for flight? That. It's odd that he just brought up, you know, in any way trying to quantify <laughs> anything that's going on here and, and especially quantify it with with dollars or you know or, or money uh, what's your price is 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 that what it is is it money is it you know what are you willing or what what has somebody got to do is he trying to quantify what somebody has to do in order to get you know board the plane so to speak yeah, um, the uh, the GDC annotation says, how much exactly is she willing to give to find the guy her and her friends are driving around for? Mm. Whether or not she finds him, she'll be all right because she has her friends in her youth. Mm. Two people marked this as a three people marked this as a stretch. 
and I agree. Yeah, um, yeah, I would say too. You know, and I think it's very interesting that this single person said the guy that her and her friends are driving around for, <laughs> it, you know, the like, one guy reminds me of singles. the whole, the heart song as a woman driving around oh. trying to <laughs> trying to find a guy to get her pregnant because her uh, ex husband can't or her husband can't. All I want to do. All I want to do. Oh boy. But yeah. that was one woman out on a rainy night. This is a bunch of this is a nubile teens <laughs> who are driving around. Can you around. please close the window, Mark? Please. <laughs> uh, 18 plus, barely legal. Jesus. <laughs> Horny, plump teens. Mm. Um, Firm and fully packed. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I don't. I, fully I'm, packed. I don't know. Um so yeah, I mean, what's your price for flight? That's just a weird ass line, man. That's, it it really is, and a... you know, I think that uh, I think they know it. This is the line that was of much debate uh, that I mentioned earlier. Um, it is the this is the first section of the song that Kelly Kigi had written. <laughs> um, that was the first section that I wrote. I wanted something that sounded like it had some teeth to it and movement. But at the same time, a little left of center, so it wasn't so obvious. The first thing I started writing was the chorus, and the second line was, what's your price for flight? Which is kind of weird. But if you understand that it's coming from a brother to a sister, it was like, what's the price for making a bad decision now with your life going forward? Oh, yeah, that makes it a lot less weird. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um. <laughs> when you consider the fact that it's a brother talking to a sister, what's your price for flight instantly clicks yeah that all of a sudden it makes a hell of a lot of sense it, it's suddenly a lot more kigi clearly <laughs> yeah dude Christ. it's 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 a pain in the ass uh this yeah, is I mean, clearly kigi it is it it does uh it does hit I, I i will agree with him on that part but does it does it uh you know really clear things up for flight that's a weird little euphemism to use in finding mr right you know what are you willing to give in order give up in order to find what you think is Mr. Right? Um, I would have been a little bit happier if he'd have you know spilled it out on the table there and said, you know, he's probably not really Mr. Right. It's probably just Mr. Right now, and that you know clever. when you're going out looking, I know, very clever. Uh, when you're you know at this age, you're not finding Mr. Right. It's just it's 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 a whole different thing. I, I don't know. He seems, I mean, from the look of him in the video, he looks like a, I don't know, a 42-year-old man, really. It looks like it would be a very odd conversation just from what he, the age that he looks. But, uh, you know, who knows? Maybe he wrote it back in the mid-70s. I don't know. Yeah. So then we get our second verse, which asks a, causes a bunch more questions. This is, this, is, this is painful. Babe, you know you're growing up so fast. Babe. And mama's worrying that you won't last to say, let's play. What? Yeah. Sister Christian, there's so much in life. Don't you give it up before your time is due. It's true. And then we start getting that dun 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 dun. It's true. <laughs> 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 yeah, wolf on the prowl. 
These uh, these words, uh, especially the very first one, just should not ever be uttered by from brother to sister. Babe, you know you're growing up so fast. Yeah, it it's just sounds. Just, it's not. It's not it's good. Just That's not a good look. Just, no. Horny stepsister comes in to borrow my socks and catches me masturbating. Babe, you know you're growing up so fast. <laughs> wow, I never knew how old you were. I never noticed how old you're getting. <laughs> you're so old. Um, and then he invokes the thoughts of Mama. Mark, we know. I mean, we know. Kiki's told I love us. a good Mama in a song. <laughs> Don't you? I kind of do, actually. I mean, I know you're, you're a making southern a joke boy. about it. But yeah, I do. You've got to <laughs> love a good Mama in a song. Mama, oh, I'm coming home. Mama tried. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, there's a yeah, bunch yeah. of good mamas. Oh, I love when Merle sings Mama Trap. But it's just he invokes this this weirdness of is worrying that you won't last. We know that it's him talking about his sister growing up and the loss of innocence. And that all means that, you know, she's probably going to have sex for the first time. And Mama's worried that you won't last. He's telling her what mom thinks. He's obviously trying to talk. It's just a it's this is a conversation that I don't wish on anybody. Is this. Is this them talking about Jesus Christ? Mama's worrying that you won't last to say let's play. Like like I think I think that she's that she won't last to like all of a sudden she's gonna she's gonna like, you know, make the decision to say, All right, let's play. Like, game on. It's time to do this. Maybe? That you won't last. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like death. Like, <laughs> like your will will be broken. You're finally going to break down and give in. Maybe. That's what it sounds like to me. What does genius say? They say a bunch of weird shit. Yeah, although it's cliched that boys are looking for sex. Her mom and her brother are worried she'll give the boys what they want and regret it. Which does not sound like that's what that's saying. You don't think so? No, you don't. All right. Tell me what you think. I don't know what I think, Seth. I don't think that, though. Well, he, I mean, look, like her having sex with somebody isn't going to make it so she doesn't last to say let's play. Like, what the fuck does that mean? It's not clear, but we know that Kiki wrote gray all over this song. He spewed gray all over the song. He wanted it to be, you know, uh, uh, esoteric, hard to understand. You know, uh, not many people are going to get this, Mark. And you and I are not one. I don't think anyone's going to get this. I mean, he even he is saying this is weird. Will. Yeah. Um, and then Sister Christian, there's so much in life. Don't you give it up before your time is due. Can I say it? Sure. It's true. It's true. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Um, give it up. Is she talking about the Punani? Yes, that is. That's what we're Mark. He said it in interviews. That's what we're talking about. There's there. I mean, in other things, okay, you could well, let say, me just say you could like, paint a great picture. But in this one, it's black and white. I mean, then let me say this. It's gross that they're trying to tell this woman. Uh, I Well, I mean, I know that it's I mean, obvious, I guess. Verse but, one. Ay, ay. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just a. A guy, it's it's. Yoga. I've never seen Mark so aghast. <laughs> <laughs> These lyrics are just absolutely atrocious. They kind of are, yeah. Um, it's like talking people out of sex. Like, I mean, I guess this is you know we've talked a lot about 
sex positivity. Mm-hmm. Oh, in the last three weeks, yeah. And, and I mean, and I think longer when we talked about oh, Shoop yeah. and when we talked, yeah. I mean. Oh, yeah. And, and even when we talked about all I want to do, like a woman wanting to go out and, and find guys to have sex with or whatever is fine. Like yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. Um, this is just like a guy and and the and their mom and the, the the sister Christian and the guy's mom being like, don't have sex yet. Because you won't have a life afterward or something. Yeah, I think we and can both just, agree that in more than one way, this is a conversation that should not have happened. Yeah. It shouldn't have, you know? I mean, you do have to, you know, you have to give people over to, you know, you have to trust them enough to to, to know that they're going to figure it out and, and, and do things on their own. And if they don't, they're going to learn from it. Yeah, yeah. I mean... I'm I, maybe I'm just so blown away because this viewpoint to me is so bizarre and alien. Um, you know, it's uh, look, I understand anybody being like, if I'm worried about your feelings getting hurt, but I think the music video and everything else has got my <laughs> head just kind of spinning. <laughs> like it's, it's a very confusing amalgam. There's, there's all that Catholic imagery. Oh, yeah. You know, of, uh, if, you have, if you do it, you're going to hell. Well, I think know. the fact that they use the name Christian yeah. uh, definitely causes some confusion. And when the song started getting big again when it came out, when Boogie Nights came out, there was a lot of confusion on whether or not you know there was some like religious connotation. Hmm. Then you throw on the music video and you see Catholic nuns. Um, you know, it's... Uh, it's 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 a real wild one. Girls motoring, yeah, loading up into the car, and and you Which, do see some girls motoring in the music video at the do, end of the yeah, music exactly. video, and that begs the question, Mark, if that's supposed to be his sister, are they motoring with? Is she motoring with her brother? Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's definitely so some confusion. So we'll talk about the music video for a second. The uh, you know, it, and you know, the music video has this very innocent looking college or high school graduate or I think high school graduate looking like who's got a little barrette in her hair and I guess she like loses her innocence with her friends she goes into an auditorium where she hears some some sounds Mm -hmm. and goes in there and of course Night Ranger is in the auditorium of course with a bunch of music stands for people who would be playing strings and flutes and such but the auditorium is all but abandoned except for the Night Ranger crew. Mm-hmm. Their guitarist who always wears glasses, uh, sunglasses wherever he goes. Um, and she is hiding behind an amp. For some reason, one of the guitarists, uh, he gets his cord wrapped around his guitar somehow. Yeah, there's some sort of issue with an entanglement. And so in, it, he, it, and I guess true 80s um, cocaine-addled rock star fit just yanks on the cord instead of i don't know standing up and unplugging it yeah and knocks over what's probably what would you say like thirteen hundred dollars worth of guitar gear i'm sure at the time very expensive amp and of course she happens to be standing behind the amp and they all look at her i don't know if she's supposed to be the sister of anyone in the band because we don't really know right she is of course terrified and so she leaves. Papers fly up into the air. Yes. Shocked so, look on her face. Hey, mm-hmm. is that Kevin Smith? <laughs> Turns around and immediately exits the building. Freaks out. I'm yeah. a big Clerks fan. Leaves immediately. <laughs> goes right into another building where I think the same band maybe right. is having lunch. <laughs> 
Yes. And then she goes into the bathroom, takes the bread out of her hair, and now she's sexy. Which is it's the equivalent of taking the glasses exactly. off. Exactly. In in 10 exactly. Things I Hate About You or She's All That or whatever, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So she uh, she goes out there um, and uh, she gets sexy with her friends, walks out to, yeah. I guess, try and fuck the band, and the band's gone. Oh. They left their stuff behind. So she's lonely and confused. Now, this is what I'm saying is the confusing thing about the music video with this. And, and you know, the usage of finding Mr. Right. I don't know if they're trying to be ironic by saying Mr. Right, but I mean, if she's looking for somebody, look, if she's looking for somebody that she wants to have sex with and she's 18 or whatever, like whatever, teach your kids to make good decisions, whatever. But I mean, to say Mr. Right, it's like, well, she's looking for like a long-term relationship. Then, you know, in any event, why give her a hard fucking time? Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just, it's just, it's so, conf- like, she comes out all horny, and the the people are gone, so she walks outside. Um, in a previous part of the music video, a bunch of people are getting in the car, and there's this super zoom up to her standing in the classroom, just standing there. And, um... It's almost like she's in crosshairs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, really. Yeah, it's yeah. it's like a. Uh, I mean, I've seen it's like a Wes Anderson zoom. Uh, right, right. And then later on, she goes out, and there's a bunch of people out in the car, and then her and her girlfriends get in the car with they, the guy. They shed their they graduation, shed their graduation things, and while they're going downstairs in their graduation murdering. gowns, yeah. they are they are flanked by two nuns, two Catholic nuns who are waving at them in the old school habits. Yes. I mean, these are like the habits that they wore in the 1800s, like covering everything except just the most vital features on their faces. It's really strange. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, who knows what the fuck they're saying? All kinds of Catholic imagery, breaking taboos. This is a conversation that he probably never really did have with his sister, but wanted to put it into music form so that he, you know, Maybe that eased the pain of having to say these things. I don't know. Or maybe he was just looking for a an excuse to rhyme flight with Mr. Right, Sight, Night. You know, I, it's, uh, I don't know. Very well could be. Could he have found better lyrics? Well, he could oh. have found less creepy lyrics. That's for damn for sure. sure. Yeah. So then mm. we get another chorus, of course. Motoring. What's your price for flight? You got him in your sights. You're driving through the night. And then we get a brake motor ring. Yeah, what's your price for flight in finding Miss? right hey you'll be all right tonight and then we get our guitar solo (laughs) yes I can't wait and now in the music video so there's a nice little key change the guitar solo is very 1980s a lot of dive bombs Uh kind of out of place yeah but it's like when you ask someone who can shred to play over a ballad and they're like, well, I'm going to fuck it up. I'm going to go fucking ham on it. 
and you're just like, okay. Um, you know, the kind of guitar solo that someone who is going to fill in for Randy Rhodes plays. Um, he's shooting for another job after this. That's all he Oh, knows. absolutely. Yeah, he's got he's to make the impression in approximately 30 seconds. Yeah. And he did. Um, it's not terrible. No, no, worse. no. Yeah. So we get the long guitar solo, and then we get another motoring. Motoring! What's your price for flight? You've got him in your sight and driving through the night. Mm-hmm. Motoring, blah, 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 blah. Um, and this, this, it, it ends on a, on a, on a beautiful, pretty note, Mark. It does. Yeah. It's, it, he, he, go, so it's interesting to me. I don't know if you get the same feeling. I'll, I'll put the part over here while I'm talking. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very, he's doing a lot of motoring. A lot of acrobatics. Um, and I was expecting another buildup. Because it sounds like it's like starting to build back up, and I was like, "Are they going to do another build-up?" But they don't. It just kind of withers out. away. Yeah, <laughs> just kind of, kind of like her. Uh, it's like a mustard burp, <laughs> tangy for a minute, but goes away very quickly. <laughs> kind of like her virginity, just oh, peters out. Ew, <laughs> not with a bang, but with a whimper. Right. <laughs> uh, just a pathetic squeak, and then a curl up onto the bed. Yeah, or the absolutely. backseat of whatever crappy car. It would be this song would be much better if motoring was talking about motorboating, right? Or cars, just only cars, or or anything <laughs> else. Cars Should it, and only cars. We've been talking about a trip to Publix. I don't know. Um, how would you rate this as a creep factor? Jesus, it's actually really high. It's uh, it is surprisingly high. It, yeah, it uh, it's terrible. It's it's really terrible, Mark. It's it's absolutely um. The fact that it's a brother talking to his sister just and you yikes. know and 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 uh, even though I know it's not supposed to have bearing on it, but it always does with me the the way it peters out makes it even creepier. Yeah, the yeah. acrobatics make uh-huh. it creepier. Yeah, and it makes you go. Ugh. And you know, I got to be honest. At the beginning of the song, even these days when I listen to it, I'm like, oh yeah, it reminds me of being a little kid. There's the nostalgia factor, and you feel good when you hear it. But when by the time, and especially knowing the lyrics now, by the time you get to the end of the song, this is the way I've felt about it since we've talked about going over it. Um, y- you just feel weird. Yeah. You kind of do, um, and it just intensifies. Um, is it the creepiest thing we've ever done? No. Uh, these, um, can I take a second here, Mark, just to... Please. Just to um, quantifying things. What's your price? What are you willing to give up? In order to find this guy, in order to land him, bag him, whether I don't know whether that's just a one night thing or she's shooting for marriage. I don't know. Um, don't you give it up? The fact that, that he's a brother and he's saying that just hackles Mark. Uh, you know, he had been struck by how fast his teenage sister, ten years younger than he was. All right, you're putting this over an eight, man. You're you're just you're just shooting it way up there. Calling her babe is just babe. such a weird. <laughs> Even in the eighties, the only thing that's keeping this out of the out of the out of like the the high eights, low nines is the fact that he never once brings up the fact that he touched her. Thank God, you know, or like, or that, or you never get the impression that he's like trying to like take this any further. So that's good. It's still super creepy. I'm giving it a seven seven. I'd say uh, seven seven is very very fair. Yeah. Their keyboardist, by the way, uh, worked as an offstage keyboard player with Van Halen during their concerts from 91 to 2004. 
and then 2007 and 2012. Their keyboard player. Yeah. He looks like Adam Curry from he looks Headbangers like a number Ball, kind of. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's all kinds of... I mean, we, you and I talked about it. The drummer, Kigi, looks like... I mean, on one angle, he's Eugene Levy. On another, he's John Turturro. On another angle, he's Eric Carmen from the Raspberries. Every time you look at him, he looks like another of that, like, you know, smoky... You know, Mediterranean, yeah. you know, yeah, uh, you know what I'm saying. Olive yeah. skinned. Yeah. Uh, seven, seven, I think is a perfect, perfectly reasonable score. Um, it's, uh, you know, it's it's weird in that it's like <clears throat> treating women like a second class citizen, calling his sister babe. I understand being protective of younger siblings, but there's definitely some weird women shit going on. I'm gonna give it a. I'll give it a seven four. A little right. bit below you, Mark. Would this song have been easier, or could you have related to it a little bit more if you had had a sister? Probably. I hope not. <laughs> if I could relate to this fucking song, or I mean, because I it, had a sister, I was it, like, yeah, I could see me calling my sister babe. I would probably just fucking hang myself as soon as you walked out of the door. <laughs> no way in hell. Um, so yeah, a little bit much higher than I kind of expected, and very some very strange, some very strange lyrics. Um, next week on lyrics to go, we got to talk about this. We will be talking about a song that as soon as we got done last week, Seth grabbed me by my shoulders and spit in my face and said, you motherfucker!" I said, open up pieces. <laughs> he said, open up. I just watched a porn where there's some spitting going on and I'm going to give you what for we're going to be talking about a song, uh, that is, <laughs> Well, yeah, Hackle City. Yeah. Um, not in a creepy way, but in a scary way. Yeah. Leslie Gore's song, Judy's Turn to Cry. <laughs> Seth is just all juiced up. His melons are the size of a couple of Titleist balls. I'm engorged. He's ready to go. In the chestal area. Yeah, it's going to... I did a brief look through the, the lyrics and gave it the rubber stamp. We Thank always you. sort of rubber stamp each other, and I, I rubber stamped away. Seth, a pleasure as always. This was fun, yeah. This was good. I'm hoping next week we'll 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 get just a lot of laughs out of that one. Oh, we will. I think so, yeah. So please listen to Judy's turn to to cry. To scry. To scry. <laughs> Judy's turn to scribe by Leslie Gore. No relation to Al Gore, I don't think. Um, until then, be uh, be safe out there, and we will see you next Monday for another astounding episode <laughs> of Lyrics to Go. Thanks a lot for listening. Our theme song was done by Exploding Pages. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas for songs or lyrics, you can send them to lyrics2gopod at gmail.com. We'll be back here next week. <laughs>